All right, this is the Whitetail Experience Podcast, and I am jacked up because it is hunting season uh, in like five-ish days, well, kind of, but, well, at least at the time of recording this. Uh, I've had some swing and misses here in the last oh, couple days. Friday, I ran to the small farm to throw seed. There was like 34% chance of rain. The next day, a couple pop-ups looking to be in the future five day. I'm like, okay, this will work for my time schedule and the family. And yeah, like it doesn't look like we're going to get that rain. So uh, I I don't know how that'll load out. Like I do a winter rye like layered approach. So I'll throw again here mid-September. Maybe that will like be my backup plan. I'm not sure. Maybe I got to order more seed and start a three-layered attempt to touch later this year than norm. Um, time will tell. The other thing I kind of swung and a miss on is I ordered a sharpening stone for my broadheads and went to touch the one up I put through the groundhog. And I just don't think I have like the low enough grit to really get that thing started in the right direction. So uh, I ordered a second stone uh, last night that should be here. I'd like to, uh, I've got the VPAs for the stick and they're pretty sharp out of the pack, but uh, I definitely think I could touch them up or, or at least mess with them to get them a touch better, if you will. Other than that, this is a garage cast. Oh, I did put out a pretty killer YouTube video. I don't promote a ton of my YouTube videos on here, but like the Comanche mode has been a huge success video. It's some of the gear and tactics and thoughts behind my oh early season October, two sticks, small tree stand, stick bow, ultralight, ultra minimal, small foaming setup, just going in the woods and having a good time. And and so yeah, like I think that's a cool video. If you want to check that bad boy out, I would appreciate it. Guys, good luck if you're doing a September opener. And if not, we will see you back here probably in a week or so. I've got a goals podcast. Me and the guys recorded on this night. Um, this is a garage cast. Probably there's probably some swear words, but Dave was not there, so not as many as normal. All right, guys, enjoy it. This is the White Coat Experience Podcast. Second time in due to the dog decides to drink water for the first time all night in the corner. We're in the garage. It is a hot summer evening. We got some twisted teas flowing. We got the whole crowd in here. I think we need to go around the room, uh, just kind of name who you are. That way the, the audience can hear your voice. And we got the whole White Tail Experience crew minus Dave. And Austin. Austin's officially a Yeah, Austin. Yeah. Austin's uh, spent a little time at a girlfriend's house. Oh. 21, young, full of energy. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Good for <laughs> been with a while. He was with her a while back. Uh, I, yeah. Maybe. Months ago. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Does she listen to this? She might. Uh, <laughs> gonna get him in trouble now, Andy. <laughs> Got the thermocells out tonight. Thermocells out. The bugs are out. There's limited uh, flow of the, the, the wind with the garage. If you hear some cars ripping by, it is what it is. The best I can do. Apologize. Big A, yeah. let, let, let the people hear your voice. What's going on, fellas? How's it going? That's Dustin. Dustin. Big Zoe in the house, been Zoe's a minute. Here. What's up guys? So we, we got together tonight shooting some bows, tinkering with some gear. A couple guys wanted to check out the Cold World vs. Retrograde. Big A, where are you leaning? Oh, Cold World, for sure. Oh. Dustin, what about you? I actually ordered the Cold World right before I came in here. And you sold your other stand quick? Uh, about four and a half minutes. Well, yeah. <laughs> That's nice when you can unload stuff. Yeah. Like Dave will play like a $25 game occasionally where he'll try and get oh, max man. profit. Oh the worst. 
Fuck yeah. Is he? Yeah. But I feel like, yeah, he wants max profit if he's like reselling a bow or yeah. selling arrows. And that's where I was. When I when I put the price on mine, I was like, I don't know if I'll get it. But that's it another thing going. I looked up. When you posted it, I didn't know if you seen like, was you going to ship it or not ship it? Was you yeah, not going to? I was going to ship it. Or local that only, was, yeah. yeah. I was going to ship it. Because shipping can get you. Oh, yeah, yeah for sure. Like, I, I sold a, a bow back in the day. It was that Bear Encounters, though, that we used to have. Oh, yeah, yeah. I sent it to middle of nowhere Alabama. It cost me, like, $79 in 2010. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing. I sold a bow a while back. Bare minimum profit. Went to post office ship. It was, like, 70 bucks. Shit. Yeah, I know one of those. Lost mass on that one. Yeah, the first thing I think I've ever shipped back in the day was a Bowtech Destroyer. And the only box I had was a, right when I bought my Glendale full rut target so it was a big box i didn't think nothing of it i put it in there it was 80 bucks yeah i said oh my god so <laughs> what i do now is like like i okay let's say i post something for 250 sell it and i tell the guy hey like i'll pay 25 dollars shipping but like if it gets above that let's split it yeah so that way if ups or whatever says 40 bucks okay yeah and generally most people agree like okay yeah if you're gonna spend 40 dollars in shipping like you're taking that's hitting your margin. Let, let's split it after that. So that's kind of, I don't know, if some guys are selling you. That's, yeah. that's something I For most of the stuff, I'd, I'll try to include the shipping price roughly. But if, for, for like a something smaller, like a site, I'll include shipping. But like a bow or something or something bigger box mm. or a stand. Stand, um, obviously. Weight. Stands are your weight. Yeah. You definitely could, you know, post. I'll split shipping with someone. Yeah. I know Dave, He sold, when he sold all his stuff, it was like a local pickup only. Yeah, so he put local pickup only on it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, he didn't want to mess with shipping. We shot the bows tonight. Byron shot, Byron shot pretty good with that recurve, man. Stick bows coming along, man. Yeah. Yeah. 15 yards, I'm feeling pretty confident. I'm better than last time I seen you. Yeah, so I shot some cold stuff, too. Like, well, I'll come out every morning, and I got, like, one or two arrows in the quiver. I don't want, I don't want to take a lot. And, like, this morning, dude, I had two at, like, 15 yards. And uh, they were both kill zone, like, in the, in the 10 ring. Are you doing a Logan's shoot to eat? No, um, I'm not. I, I because I, I would be done after like day four, where I would start at like 12, 13 yards, and then I'm not very good once I get above like 18 yards. Like, yeah, there's there, it's crazy. You take one step back with a stick bow, and it's like going back like 45 yards with a compound. Mm. Like this, just not the same. I can't I can't explain it to anybody who's never done it. Uh, the closest thing I could say is like give you a scope uh, 22 rifle. Yeah, that's like shooting a compound, and then hand you a handgun. And start taking steps back and just everything opens up so much quicker gotcha yep you shoot instinctive too yeah i've shot one arrow trying to aim and it wasn't that great and i i kind of was like man i'm shooting really good instinctive i ain't gonna play with the the point on or the hold or nothing nothing like that yep big a you said you're going to do cams tomorrow yeah cams hang some cams tomorrow public no. private to, uh private tomorrow i got two ready well, I got a bunch, but two's ready to rock and roll for in the morning. Okay. That's what I plan on doing in the morning. You gonna put them on mineral or scrapes or? Mineral, I was, told, yeah. I was almost told them I might steal your little block over there. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I got dude. some stuff at the house. So, dude, I put one of those out back here at the house and they dug the like root ball exposed, like they put a crater in the ground. Did they? Jeez. And uh, I've ran some other like generic salt out there, like the, um, oh, what is it? Like a, like a cowlick salt? Yeah, yeah. And it's cheaper, right? You, but like, They'll hit it, but like whatever that block was that I got a TSC on sale, like they destroyed the backyard. And I, I throw it out there to hopefully, I don't know, get pictures of deer, maybe a couple more pop through the yard. 
my brother-in-law, he, I've talked to him. He's like flirting with the idea of hunting. Yeah. And I said, well, maybe you come hunt my place because I don't have a huge desire to shoot a doe out the backyard, but somebody new hunting. Oh, yeah. Might be a cool way to do it. Well, that'd be cool for him. Yeah, it'd be good. Especially if you shot one. Yeah. Oh. That'd be awesome. Drink beers around the truck right, right here at the yeah. drive. Right here. <laughs> so are you finished with all your cans? No. So let's see here. I got 12 out, and then uh, I got a couple with the... The small farm out uh, last weekend and then i'd like to get like another four to six out in a in a different area but i just i might wait until squirrel season go in there with stick bow and judo tips and like yeah. hybrid squirrel hunt slash put cams out slash scout what about you uh i got 10 and uh, I'm, I'm saving three for when i do get a decent buck that i like and then i'm going to bomb the area with the three cams that i have left yeah it is so, nice to like start the season and have some yeah yeah because you know like you said squirrel hunting you're going in you're who's i mean i'm not really squirrel hunting but i'm going in more to scout and check cams and if i find one i'm going to start you know going the direction that the buck came from and starting to hang some cams a little closer to where he's bedding hopefully yeah, Dustin, what about you? What's your I cam report? I haven't put a cam out yet. You've been living at the Ball Diamond. I yeah. have. I lived at the Ball Diamond all summer. Um, daughter started playing softball this year, so yeah. spent a lot of time there. But no, we're going camping, not this upcoming weekend, weekend after, and I plan on putting cams out there. Nice. Um, it'll be a new piece for me. Um, also, I, I think I'm going to go down to the piece I hunted last year. Okay. And hang at least one or two there. I don't know. I'm, I'm going to spend New public time piece there. or new private piece? It'll be a new uh, new public piece. Oh, nice. So yeah, I don't know if I'm gonna spend a whole lot of time at the public piece I hunted last year, but I might just throw a camera two out there. Okay. Well, you you had a buck early season last year that you were like a day behind, or yeah. he was there that week. And I'm gonna I'm gonna go back in the same area because as far as I know, he's still alive. Yeah. Uh, I've got a picture of him early December. Um, and I mean, it's it back in there a good way. So yeah. early December. Yeah, there's still a lot of season left, but I think he's still alive. So I'm gonna go back in there and just see if I can't track him down. But that's the only place I'm. I feel like he was, if I recall, he was most killable earlier half of October, middle half, yep. mid mid October, yeah. like early to mid October. Yeah, come end October, beginning of November. I mean, it was sporadic. I mean, nighttime pictures, it almost went nocturnal. Yeah. So, so you got a you got a cam out on your place yet? No, I I was planning on getting it done next week. I've been doing freaking tree work yeah. so just getting all the trees down and everything like that getting up some firewood so i got that consistent mineral spot yep so i'm probably just going to grab some just some some salt somewhere just tsc drive by and then just throw that that or uh water softening salt yep yeah like uh i've used that and been like oh shit this actually works you know it does, if in, dude it does. if you're in a pinch yeah. and like i've ran downstairs Grab me like a, a Kroger bag full of pellets, you know, maybe the size of a softball or something, and dumped it at my property and or whatever. And yeah, what's the price on that? Like eight bucks a bag. Right? Eight bucks a bag, a bag of forty. Right there, yeah. or a forty pound bag, bag. Eight yeah. bucks. Nice. Take yeah. that bag though. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. So I, <laughs> Hell, Andy's taking the block. Yeah, You're taking, taking the block. Mineral take a bag. Or the Clean his car down. <laughs> yeah. I was working on the building today, man. Yeah, Byron out. Clean. Yeah, Byron had everything scattered in his yard. There's still, dude. Okay, so that's the thing. Like when you got kids, you got time to start projects. Never finish. Never finish, and like <laughs> the the cleanup never gets done. Well, your cleanup turned into a water gun fight. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> My boy's an assassin with that that hose with or that. the hose. I've gotten yeah, shot yeah. more times in the nuts, like 
like out of nowhere. Just I'll be walking across the yard, like looking at my tomato plants or like watching my baby girl, and all of a sudden I get blasted out of nowhere, and I'm like, I can't. I don't bring a cell phone outside these days. Yeah, sketchy. <laughs> grab me one, sir. Yeah. What do you want? A uh, twist of tea. Grab me a red. Grab me out. The red, white, and blue one. Let, let me get that garage beer. Beer yeah. run. You guys are killing beer, man. I can't do it. Yeah, you can't do it right now. Uh, You're leaving. I'm I'm gearing up. I got four weeks. Yeah, four weeks. I'll say one month. <clears throat> yeah. That's four it. weeks. Yep. Yep. You excited? Training, trying to lose weight. Yeah, I'm pretty excited. I'm pumped. You're probably like excited for the whole venture. <clears throat> yeah, I'm just ready. Part. I'm ready for it, man. I dread every day of work. I'm just, well, yeah. I'm ready to be on my I, I, I legit caught off my last day of work. Because I'm, because I'm a, well, I've been saving all, usually I take time in the spring, a couple days in the in the summer with the family, yeah. you know, do like a quick, like long, long weekend trip to like, you know, Myrtle Beach or yeah. something, you know, or camping. We, we didn't do any of that this year because I'm being super selfish with my, you know, yeah. PTO and stuff. So... <clears throat> gearing up man i'm ready i haven't had any breaks from work i've uh, been picking up extra yards to cut try to get make ends meet with that and you did a couple patios and decks yeah actually yeah i, I actually uh built a deck and uh, then refinished the deck and that brought in quite a bit of money this year on the side for me um that woodworking is it's it's that sneaky money man you, yeah. that uh those hidden skills that you have that People will pay for. Well, then I decided I called you after you said, "Yeah, I got a little bit of woodworking skills." Yeah. I was like, "Well, I'll pay you. We're gonna after season." I said, yep. "After season, after season, <laughs> we're gonna take my shed. We're gonna widen the doors. Yep, uh, like a whole stud because then I can get yeah. my lawnmower in my shed, and my garage will be a little more open in the winter." Yeah, yeah. we'll, yeah, we'll yeah. get a plan together on that. And yeah, get that door. Oh yeah, that'd be. We'd all be down. Oh, because I mean, it, it takes up so much room. Yeah. yeah. Yep. It's definitely like a bag. Yeah, it's, and, and so the mower deck doesn't fit in the door. So the guy who lived in this house before me, like, dude, one, he couldn't hit a stud to save his life. The garage door <laughs> fell off one night. But, like, I I just feel like, I don't know, his dad built houses for a living, and he thought he could, too. And clearly, like, there's, like, three or four things I've noticed that dude just fucked up on a lot of things. Like, how do you how do you buy a, a shed to store all your shit and your, your mower can't fit in it? Mm. Yeah. Get that bitch wide. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think what we might do though is they, they make these uh, metal rails and we can get you like a barn style door that hangs mm -hmm. and it slides on the wheels on the, on the metal track. I think that might be a good way to do that. Okay. You can get it like he's talking about a well, metal garage door that would roll up. Yeah. Good. Yep. Or on, yeah, I wouldn't do tracks, but either a roll up door like he's talking about a barn style sliding door would be nice. Yep. Okay. Yeah, those are nice. My mom's got a couple. Yeah. We got yeah. some arenas and stuff like that, so. Yeah, yeah, that'd be that'd be good for you. Big A, are you uh, saddle hunting this year or stand only? Or because no. last year, like I I, I cut up uh, a video the other day when you shot that buck out the saddle. And I meant to ask saddle. you what you think. Yeah. No, I'll, I'll, I'm a stand hunt probably. I don't. I didn't saddle hunt too much last year. I don't know why. I just yeah. I'm alright with a stand. I do just fine. So I do like to saddle hunt with a with a gun because I got like a tree as a monopod in front of me. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. I've did that, but yeah, I'm a, I'll stand hunt this year probably with the cold world. Yeah, you want a saddle hunt? No, no. <laughs> I, and with that stick bow, like I feel like that's like my biggest fear right now is like, oh yeah, I can't tuck into trees, and I traditionally will hunt the backside of trees a lot of times, mm -hmm. where yep. I'm like shooting past the tree towards the animal. Yep. And uh, 
Yeah, I'm gonna have to be on the front side or figure something out. I don't know. You going strictly stick well this year? So and the plan is, uh, barring no booner on camera, um, all of October, give greatness a chance. Where like, yeah, dude, what if I shot a stud buck with the stick bow? Like, I mean, that'd be fucking like. But to do that, you got to take a stick bow to the woods. You got to have it with you. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I plan to yeah like. All of October. I might go out of state in September. TBD. There's a little something in place. Stick, stick bow going with you? Yeah. I think I'll take both in case I like snap the, you know, snap the limb in the yeah, door. Yeah, or exactly. Yeah, yeah. But, but yeah, like down, what I'm thinking about going in September, yeah, I think I'm yeah. taking a stick. Yeah, definitely take both bows. I, dude, I have some confidence with it, like, because I shoot it way more. Like, I, I'll go a week without touching the compound, and I shoot the compound a little bit on the weekends. And, uh, yeah, like 15 yards. I got to get 15 yards. Out of state, uh, a doe, you shooting does mm -hmm. for sure. I didn't shoot any does last year. My, my yeah. freezer is empty of meat. And, yeah. like, dude, if I had a doe come in at like 12 yards with a stick, for sure. Yep. It is a pain in the ass, though, if, you, if I'm out of state with a uh, getting the deer meat back. I was talking to Jake Bush about it. Like, I got to go relook at the rules, but. A while back, you couldn't bring the spinal cord or brain matter. Yeah, you got to basically debone it. So yeah, now I think you got to fully debone, like even the front, the uh, the quarters. Yeah, yeah, we got to debone it. That's we yeah. debone that. When I go to Indiana. Shot. That's what I got to do. Is that what you had to do for your for the elk? Yeah, we yeah we deboned it all. Yeah, oh, you got a mess on your hands. Yeah, it's elk. Oh Indiana. man. Oh. Um, have you been? Uh, are you going to Indiana? I this think year? I'm going back to Indiana this year. I haven't been in two years. I'm gonna try and get back over there this year. <laughs> You got a farm? Yeah, a buddy of mine, he uh, had 160 acres. He actually just purchased another 44, so it puts us up over 200 acres there. So. Uh, you going to go for gun season, bow season? Uh, I'm probably just going to spread it out through the season. Yeah. I'll just weekend here, weekend there. Yeah, yeah. they have them. They got kind of like a Yeah, they've got bag. a long gun season. They got, they've got a long rifle season and a long muzzleloader season. So. But you know what Indiana has? Half the amount of bow hunters of Ohio. Oh, yeah. And it's roughly the same size state. Yeah. Trust me, if you were thinking about coming to Ohio listening to this podcast, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't. There are some big deer out there. Yeah. There's none here. None. none At here. all. They're gone. Zero. Gone. I've never seen one. Dead. EHD got them last year. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, so I uh, I just talked Friday with uh, Chris, uh, last name Weist, Weist, I'm going to mispronounce that, um, but a powerlifter dude, he was on the Exodus podcast about a month ago. Um Great guy, super good on the woodsman's skills. Like he's going to Maryland next year. He comes to Ohio every year. Uh, Pennsylvania guy, so just you know, Pennsylvania. It sounded like hunt some mountain bucks. Like mm -hmm. he, he was talking about, yeah, I've glassed a few oaks. He goes, I got some stuff dialed, but uh, yeah, he got me really fired up for 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 this year and kind of just thinking about what's to come. How a uh, quick question? You're talking about oaks. I, this year I tried to start taking the binos when I go out to hang cameras and I'm, I'm glassing up in the trees and I was looking at yours out here. Right, how big are the acorns supposed to be this time of year? Like are they are they big? Because what I'm seeing is a lot of these like they're almost like a little bit bigger than pea size, maybe smaller yep. than the dime. Is so, that? So my red oak out back, um, my red oaks out back, are they're like maybe the size of um, 
Like a big peanut or a half a peanut. Okay. Uh, I just, I like a peanut I, M&M. I just wonder if some trees don't produce as big <laughs> as other trees. Yeah. You know, like if maybe there's like a smaller, like, species, subspecies of like white oak. So when I was, so I, and then when I was, um, when I was in the woods in July hanging cams, and it, it, it got really windy that week, mm-hmm. and I noticed like half developed uh, white oaks on the ground, yeah, and they were yeah. the size of Hershey Kisses. Okay. That was a little bigger than what we're getting in, in my area, so I'm wondering if, like, maybe the whites are going to be shit this year down there where yeah. I'm at. I have no clue, and so then the reds didn't have much on it either, but everybody's talking about the, the acorns are going to be good this year. So Chris Chris was telling me um, it also depends on, like, your frosting in, like, March, April, like, turkey season, because mm-hmm. turkey season, you get 30-degree mornings. Yeah. yeah. Um, and he said sometimes that'll stunt some whites. Okay. And... From my limited time in the woods, the, the house here, yeah, I think the reds are going to have a better year than average. Okay, and this is—I've only been in the woods like a handful of times, but like from Jake, the, the conversations with Jake Bush, my personal observations, I think the whites are still happening in a it's couple of my places. It a little bit. But yeah, not—not okay. not, I don't think what it was two years ago. I'm—I'm I'm sure it, the deer will still eat them when they're small, though, right? I, I would assume. And then what's your uh, oak tree out here that that's got the the different leaves on it? That's got the small ones on there too, right by where we shoot our bows. Um, all the way in the back, or the broken one on this, the left? This one right here, the broken one on the on the right, oh, next the next to where you hang the bows. It's like a oh, it is a weird. It's like a sawtooth of it or something. I, that thing has never produced nuts since I lived here. Gotcha. Well, it's got a few on there now. Just okay. Look. Yeah, I mean, I've never really like noticed or whatever. I've got a few reds in the back. And then the white is like, there's a big white one right by the fire mm-hmm. pit area. And then there's a white one that's broke like right off the back here. Yeah. And it, the white one that broke has never really produced. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, dude. I, 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 I actually, Jake Bush was telling me this. We, we, we were having a conversation. We just go, you know what? You can't predict oaks. Yeah, you can't. <laughs> like, so this this is my first year. Walk in the woods in September and figure out what's going yeah, on. Yeah, that's, that's what I usually have done in the in the past. <laughs> this is my first year that I'm actually, like, trying to attempt to, to glass the trees to see what's going to happen. But I, I'm not seeing anything. And I, what I used to do in the past is just walk in, you, you stepping on them, yeah. and there's a mess of them. And Kicking deer off in the dark. Exactly. Stuff like that. Like, yep. that that's where I feel like you find your oaks. Dude, I used yeah. to squirrel hunt a good amount. Uh-huh. And, uh... Towards the second half of September, when you transition more to like a hickories instead of walnuts, that's when I would like be on the deer come opening day because I would just stumble across the better oaks. Yeah. Um, but I don't squirrel hunt anymore. Hmm. Yeah, I haven't been in a while. Yeah. Take the boy, get out there, man. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm about to go out back. Is what I'm about to do. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> yeah. I was just telling uh, who who was asking me about my bird feeder. Oh, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, I'm going to fill the bird feeder because I might try and whack a few with some judo tips. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just want to kill some shit with that stick bow, just confidence. Yeah. yeah. Dude, when I killed that groundhog, man, it was like me with a BB gun at like 16. I, was I think like, you get some squirrels on the ground, man. Would you Would you do uh, different fletchings, though? Those big fletchings, more for like a... Uh, oh, like, because a lot of guys, yeah, they, they shoot birds or something with those. Yeah, yeah, shoot birds. Dave used to have a couple of foo Yeah. What's the range on those? Those, those are meant it's to like not 10 yards. go as far, right? Yeah, they like die. Yeah, die 10 yards. Yeah. Okay. You should well, that's it. in your wheelhouse for your range. Yeah. 15 yards. I don't know. Maybe I'll, I'll get slightly elevated one morning and be out there and try and catch one. I don't know. Hmm. What about uh, none of us 
draw at any kind of controlled contact. No, no. no. Yeah, but didn't you forget to submit? <laughs> yeah. Zoe had, like, Zoe had it all in the cart. Filled out. Yeah, Zoe had like $300 worth of tags in the cart. And, and then just <laughs> forgot to check out. Dude, you know what's bullshit about that? Is someone told me that uh, one. they accept uh, out-of-state guys on that draw hunt. Really? Oh, yeah. The year, uh, a couple years ago when I got mine, uh, months later, it'll send you like a thing of where everyone that mm. applied lived. Dude, mm. there was people in Florida, Wisconsin. I'm like, what in the world? Dude. All over the place. So you're telling me Ohioans who live here don't get first dibs on that? That's the bullshit. Yeah, that's kind of that's kinda crooked, dibs, man. But Although, you know, um, oh, what was it? The, with New York or Pennsylvania guys? The New York guys were the ones that were poaching. They got busted. Yeah. I don't I think we've ever talked about that on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure. How if you, you rewind, what was it, two years ago? Yeah, yep. Not two, last year, but the year before. Yeah, two years yeah. ago, Amy and Dave, like, literally caught poachers, like, muzzleloader hunting in sections they couldn't, yep. and, like, shooting deer from the truck, and, like, yep. Dave tried to flag down a warden during muzzleloader season. The warden drove by, and I was so mad because, like, muzzleloader, you discharge. Like, Dave, what if Dave shot himself in the foot? Yeah. And the, the warden doesn't see somebody in orange waving their hands over their head, clearly trying, like, I was, we made a video about it. Yeah. Um, that he never stopped, just kept driving. Yeah, but uh, those guys that that particular truck, some listeners um, followed up with me, and that truck got pulled over a year later, busted, full nine, charged. Yeah, even a year later, so you know they were poaching again. I think two years later, actually. Now I think about it, it was last season. Yeah, last, last season. So they were poaching again. I think once yeah. a poacher, always a poacher, man. Seems just, like it. You get that uh, that must be like an adrenaline rush, and it's you know. It, I don't know why these guys do it, man, but it's 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 sad. It really is. But I'm glad they got caught. Oh yeah, 100%. they got what they deserve. Hopefully, they got charged. Maybe some. I doubt they get jail time. No, it's, like, it's a slap yeah. on the wrist anymore. Probably. It's yeah. a fine, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah, like um, like obviously you shoot a big buck. Like the fines are like yeah, life changing. Thousand, thousand, yeah. yeah, like ten, twenty, thirty G's. Yeah. Um, but like, if if I stepped outside and saw a doe cross the road right here and smoked her with a twenty two mag, you're talking like six hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah. Like, wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's not it's not nothing that you would just. It's it's crazy. Like you can do some crazy illegal things, and it's like a couple hundred dollar fine. I used to read that uh, that section in Ohio Outdoor News, cuffs and collars, and uh, I was shocked that like guys wouldn't have a license. They shot a deer in the face with like a seventeen HMR. And they'd be like, oh, it was like a $429 fine. No hunting rights lost, like just $400. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that wasn't the first time they did it either. Probably. Just yeah, probably. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, definitely not. Yep, definitely takes the sport out of it, man. Mm. Uh, what do you, you got two sticks attached to your stand. You can take the Cranfords also. So... I, I got those two really long aiders. I think in October. Oh yeah, I seen the aiders. Uh, who? There's a name they, on the yeah, aiders. the hang free guy. Hang free. So one of those is like a one strap, like a inch strap webbing, and it it climbs better, it holds better out. But the Amsteel one's packed really nice. Yep. So I've been messing with both. I think I'm gonna go Amsteel. I didn't unloosen the Amsteel one. Is it about the same length? Yeah, it's same length. But stuff. dude, it packs so small. Oh yeah, it's Am- yeah. So yeah, yeah I, I think I'm gonna do that. Um, Where's the Amsteel from? Same place. Same place. Same dude. Like Hank they, Free. Yeah, yeah I, I'm. I'm gonna try and get him on the podcast. Um, Where? Uh, where's he out of? He's out of Florida. Two Florida. young guys. 
Um, Two young guys? Okay. Yeah, yeah, like in their mid-20s. One dude played uh, hoops at Florida, I think, or Florida State. Jeez, that's cool. Yeah, the, the one brother's like 6'4", the other guy's like 6'6". Six, six. Jesus. Uh, I got to see him at the Mobile Hunter Expo in Michigan. Yeah. And uh, stand-up, like, cool guys, like, a brand you'd want to support or whatever. Yeah, I unrolled that, uh, not the, um... Oh shit! Not the Amsteel Aider, but I unrolled the Webbing Aider. Yeah. I'm like, damn, this is nice. Yeah, yeah. So that one's nicer, but it doesn't pack as good. Hell, maybe I'll just run. One well, yeah, of they're both. Yeah, they're both really nice. Just the one's webbing, so it's going to pack a little bit bigger, bulkier mm -hmm. than the Amsteel. Yeah. Uh, you guys run aiders of any sort, right, Dustin? I'm going to this year. I just so, running. So, so yeah, so last yeah last year I had one uh, cable aider, and then I actually made my own. Cable aiders, but uh, this year I'm gonna go legit aiders like that. You're running the the aiders, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, so I think I'm gonna switch to just two sticks this year. Um, you, like you guys know, I mean, li later in the year last year on the, my private piece, I kind of hunted a little lower. Mm -hmm. I think I'm gonna, I'm gonna focus on staying low and just or trying to stay low as much as I can, so I can you know, carry. It's two so sticks. much faster. Yeah. It's, it's so much easier to get your body exactly. like. Last yeah. year, I mean, I hunted, I hunted four sticks high every time, and yeah. So you never, um, the thing with me, like, I'll carry four, and I'm like, I might only use two, but then I always legit try to put four up. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that was me. I was like, I'll carry all four <laughs> just in case I need them. Yeah, and then I always, then I always have four, and then I'm up. Yeah. 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 One, 15, one, 18 foot in the tree. One thing I started doing uh, in the last two years is uh, after I killed a buck two years ago, and I went to where he was standing, and I took a picture of my setup. Um, and I was just below tree line behind me. It was perfect. Mm -hmm. Last year I shot the big buck. I went to where he was. I took a picture at my setup. I was right behind, right below the tree line from where it meets the blue sky. Yeah. So that, that two, three, two and a half, three sticks is perfect. And that, the thing with the, with the maters too, they're probably three foot long maybe, the two-step aiders. Yeah, yeah. So you legit might only need two sticks. Yeah, so it, that gives you a lot Dave of and I were doing room. like the math, right? Like I can comfortably stand up and reach a speed button like at my head height, so my top of my stick's seven-ish foot, right? I'm, I'm six foot, yeah. like I can get a stick seven foot. So two of those, I'm getting 14 foot. Let's call it a one foot gap into the stand because I don't want it to be a huge gap. Yeah, yeah. So I can get 15 foot pretty two, darn quick. With two sticks and two aiders. Yeah, and two double aiders. Two double aiders. On, on each of those, but yeah. Like that's 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 pretty doable for sure. Um, that's my plan actually in October. Two sticks, stick bow. Everyone says you shoot over the top of deer's back with sticks. Keep me low. Good night. Dog's never invited back to the podcast. Right? So he just yacked all over the drive. No, he's just tall. Just doing dog. Things. I seen Dave. Uh, well, you was literally in the tree with him. He shot shot a deer. First time he ever shot a stick bow out of a tree stand and hit it. Dude. Yeah, he, he was, was like, lucky. dude, that deer was 22 yards. Dave was kneeling. Yeah, far as hell. <laughs> just smoked it. It rained 12 yards yeah. high. Yeah. Well, Zoe did that tonight. He dust, dusted his bow Blow off the for the first off. time in like six years. Shoots a hard shot. 30 <laughs> yards. 30 yards. Amazing. Yeah. Perfect 11. Yeah. yeah, that was good. So so sticks, okay, so you're going to take two in. Why not just take three and leave one at the base of the tree if you're if – you're, that's you know, just in case you run into a situation. Two's really easy under this, that seat. I don't know if I can get three under there. Okay. And and don't get me wrong. Come to rut when I'm taking the compound, taking yeah. all the bullshit gear and less leaves yeah. or less, you know, tree cover. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna. I might. I might have a situation during the rut. I do find myself where I'm like, not a lot of cover. Get as high as I can. Yeah. But come October, yeah, like I just 
Dude, I want to be lean and mean October. I want to scout more than I want to hunt. Like, I just, mm-hmm. it's kind of my theme this year is, is Comanche mode is what I'm yeah, talking about. Yeah, that's the, you did that the year you killed that buck at that one place. And Zoe and Dave went to help. You, oh, uh, you, yeah. You went in and just scouted that evening. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I've killed a few, few, like, yeah, that buck I killed like 12 foot off the ground. Yeah. And then uh, the one buck I killed three foot well, off the one ground. Up. But but the snow buck, I was like twenty five. I was four long sticks with a giantator at the bottom. Like yeah. it, it just takes all kinds. Yep. Yeah. So that's that was my thought of running two sticks. I run the XLP J hooks. Mm-hmm. So I've got to have two or four to, mm-hmm. for that J hook to work. So I think I should run two. And that is the negative it, of the J hook. There's not why like does a it like J-hook. it wants to it, it, pivot almost? Yeah, it'll pivot. Won't hold tight. Won't hold tight. No, it won't. Get you I tried little, it last year. So get you a little I block think, of water I think there's it. an aftermarket company, and I don't know who it is, but I've seen a couple guys post it. But I think there is like a, a single, really? single hook. I, those Titan straps don't do a bad job of holding one stick because they're pretty wide, and you can kind of pull them tight or whatever because they're rubberized. That's why I asked you who made those haters. Like, I used to know every company back like a year, year, two years ago. Like every damn company that was customizing shit. But now there's so many, and I've been out of the Facebook. It, yeah, that's what it is. It's like there used to be like four or five players. Yeah. And now there's probably 25. Like the Amsteel guy, Sam, like that's probably who I would have bought my stuff from. But now you said you like those a lot. So yeah. That's probably what I'll get. Let's, uh, let's take a pause, piss break. My wife's going to run the vacuum, so this would be a good time. To <laughs> Did push, she text me? Push pause. <laughs>